0: Good morning, Four Oaks Church. It's Friday. Can you believe it? Miami FSU weekend. It's November 10th. It's Happy Veterans Day. Anyway, this is the last devotional of the week, and we're going to be drawing things to a close in Matthew chapter 12. And uh, this text is a short one, uh, verses 38 through 42, but it begins with what seems like a reasonable. Request from the Pharisees for Jesus to show them a sign, a sign from heaven. And um, as we've seen this week, we've tried to unpack this. This is actually not not a sincere request. It's a test. It's meant to trick Jesus to to expose him, to discredit him. Um, they have no intention, no matter what kind of sign he shows them, to uh, to, to to believe, to turn to. Repent. And um, he's brought the witnesses of the past against them. Um he he said, I'm greater than Solomon, I'm greater than um, Jonah. They were very flawed servants of God, right? Um, but yet even pagans' Gentiles believed in them, the Queen of Sheba with Solomon, and the people of Nineveh with Jonah. Well, here we get this morning, and we want to put a bow on this passage and, and talk about sort of the punchline of the text. Where, wh- what does Jesus leave the Pharisees with? What does he leave us with? And this is going to be very important in understanding how we are to relate to Jesus um, in his post-resurrection state, Okay or being, if you want to call it that. Okay, so let's look at the passage, Um, Matthew 12, verse 38. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. So, what is the punchline of this text? Okay, um, let's look back at verse thirty-nine. He says, "I'm not going to give you a sign that you're asking for, except one." Okay, there, there, there's one sign that I'm going to leave to you and to all of humanity as a lasting legacy. It's the sign of Jonah. And verse 40 is the kicker. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the the earth. Okay. First of all, we're all familiar with the story of Jonah and the great fish. I said the great fish. We don't know if it was a whale, probably a whale. Um, And remember, the whale swallowing Jonah was not... I mean, that was an act of God's grace because Jonah was throwing himself overboard, trying to kill himself, and the swish followed him and God pursued him. That's important to remember here, okay? And he spent three days, three nights in the belly of the fish. Now, Jesus says, in the same way, I'm going to give you a sign, um, an ultimate sign, um, a, a sign for all time. That's in the spirit of Jonah. And here he is obviously alluding to his death and his resurrection. Okay, So he says, just as Jonah spent three days and three nights um, in the belly of the fish, I'm going to spend three days and three nights in in a grave in the hollow of the earth. And just as Jonah was spit out or given life, um, I'm also going to be given life. I'm also going to be resurrected. And this tells us a a couple of important things, okay? What is the greatest sign that Jesus ever did? Was it feeding the 5,000? Was it raising Lazarus from the dead? Was it, I mean, on and on and on. No, 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 not the greatest sign that Jesus ever did. The greatest sign that Jesus ever did was that he was raised from the grave, okay? Let's think about, just for a second, Thomas, okay? So Thomas said, I'm not going to believe that Jesus is raised from the grave unless I put my finger in the holes of his hands and my hand in the side of his, uh, in his, the body cavity where the spear was. And, and, and Jesus shows up and he does that and, he's, and he says, you are the son of God. And he said, you tell me that I'm the son of God because you've seen me, but this is what Jesus says. But blessed are all those who have not seen yet believe. And, w- and what he's testifying to there is not sort of a blind faith. He's just saying that the ultimate sign that we need, the only sign that we need, is the resurrection from the grave of Jesus Christ. This is why the resurrection was at the center of all of apostolic preaching, and by the way, this doesn't mean that Jesus can't or doesn't give other signs, that the Trinity does not do that, okay? That's that's not really what we're talking about here. All of us can probably look back on times in our life and say, quote-unquote, God gave me a sign, and what do we mean by that? Well, God um, orchestrated circumstances in such a way or there was such a providential um, coming together of event that there it, it was no doubt it was God. okay? Um, God led me in this way. God convicted me with His spirit in this way. And, and, and so when we say that the resurrection is the ultimate sign, does that mean that God, that God doesn't still give signs? No, it, it doesn't mean that, okay? But what it means is that even when He doesn't give them, we're content even when he doesn't um, work in a way that we think is particularly supernatural or um, writing with a finger, with his finger in the clouds in the sky and showing us a particular direction, it's not because he's abandoned us, it's not because he doesn't love us, it's because he's given us the most important sign, which is the resurrection of his son. Just as he raised his son, so he's one day going to raise us just as the Holy Spirit was sealed um, um, and, and present in raising Jesus from the dead. The Spirit is going to be present and is present in our lives in the same way, which, which means that um, God has given us everything in his word to, um, to guide and direct us, Okay. Even if he doesn't give us any other quote unquote external sign, he's given us all we need. And that's his word. that's the testimony of his spirit, and that's the resurrection of his Son. Now, in this, I detect there's also a um, there, there's a there's a thread of hope here, right? Because we know that there were Pharisees. Sadducees who did not believe in Jesus's ministry during his earthly ministry, but yet believed in him after the resurrection. So we see this in the book of Acts. Even some of the scribes and Pharisees were coming to know him. After all, who was the ultimate Pharisee, Paul, and what was the sign given to him? The resurrected Christ. Okay. So what we... Well, we, we don't want to just skim past this, right? Um, we, we want to say that Jesus said, the most important thing I've come to do is to die for, for your sins in your place as a substitutionary atonement, to be raised to newness of life so that you might be raised as well. And at the end of the day, we say that is not only enough, but it's all we need. It's the most important things that we need, and let that be a hope, right? That if God seems silent in a particular season, if he, if His leading does not seem clear, um, rests in the fact that just as He did not abandon His Son uh, to Sheol to the grave, He will not abandon you. And I think that's the point, the ultimate point we want to take from this story. Okay. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back here Monday, um, continuing on in the study of Matthew's gospel. So let me pray for us and commit this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, an amazing thing. You've given us the most important sign you could give us. You've left us with the most important lasting testimony, and that's the resurrection of your son, May we trust in him, believe in him, walk in him, even when all else seems silent, even when all else um, seems to be pressing in. And we know that you continue to speak through this sign. And Lord, let us trust in you. And um, And it's your name that we pray these things. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.